Welcome back to the Virch Studios for another episode of Pardon Our Promotion. I'm Scott, this is Bob, and with us today is Lindsay for the first time. Lindsay, how are you? Welcome. Doing well. Thanks for having me. Today we're going to talk about theme nights, guys. Bob, what's your favorite theme night? Well, the favorite one we ever did was called Awful Night. Okay. And like that was way that. back in, I think, 2003, 2004. We were brainstorming about all the crazy theme nights in minor league baseball when somebody came up and there was probably beers involved with. Um, well, of course. all these are so awful. Why don't we just have an awful night? And it ended up being a wonderful night because, well, the, here's here's the, the, the basis of it. Of course, every, is everything is awful. But you have to produce it very, very well or people won't get the joke, right? You have, you, otherwise, they'll just think it's awful, right? But it, so everything throughout the night was awful. The headshots had, you know, or half of the guy's face or maybe it was <laughs> not even an image on the headshots. Uh, all the on-field promotions were the worst. You know, usually second place got the prize. You know, the loser got the prize. And we had um, uh, sumos, I think, instead of the normal sumos, we did uh, sumo ballet. Uh, our giveaway that night was bubble wrap because it only cost about 500 bucks <laughs> and everybody, everybody got one. So there was two, 3000 people that came through and there was 3000 people popping bubbles and they just enjoyed it tremendously. It was, That's a, awesome. it was one of the better uh, giveaways they actually I've ever seen uh, used. So um, just a lot of the great things. And actually it's, it's filtered through the industry. There's a lot of teams that have yeah. done, in fact, Lindsay, I think did um that night in at the Dirty Birds, or was it at the Power? Yeah, uh, it was the Dirty Birds. Okay. Um, we did Awful Night. That I think the trick with Awful Night is making sure that it is produced super well, right? You don't want people to think you're just really bad at everything. So that was that was the kind of the fun of it was coming up with awful ideas that would still play to the audience that they were still good ideas and kind of ironic yeah. in a way. One hit wonders, really horrible songs. We had that one, who's a guy that sang that one song on American Idol that he was so bad that he hit YouTube. Mm -hmm. I forget. Oh, I know what you're talking about. He was an Asian guy that, that did a really great job and he became a, you know, a super, you know, B-list celebrity. Oh, uh, William Pong. Yeah. yeah, that's it. Yeah. That's the guy. Um, one of one of the favorite things at the end of one of the, we actually did Awful Night a few, few nights or a few years in a row, but intern fireworks was like the culmination of the night. By then the crowd gets the inside joke. And so they're all waiting for this intern fireworks show. And the, and the interns went out dressed in superhero costumes with their capes floating behind them. And they turned around and lit sparklers. And, <laughs> and when they did that, everyone in the crowd went, oh, but they weren't mad. They were like, they got the joke. And then they all got up and So awful out. nights, not so awful. Right? No, it was wonderful. Everyone had a really good time. The crowd was into it. Yeah, they really had a great time with that night. What about you, Lindsay? What's your favorite theme night that you've seen? Yeah, probably Redneck Night. Um, we did Redneck Night in West Virginia. Obviously, that plays really well there. Um, people wear the redneck title with a badge, you know, in West Virginia. Um, we just kind of like amped up anything that was redneck. We had a redneck hot tub, um, which was an old school truck. We put a tarp in the bed of it and filled it with water and fans actually got inside of it throughout the game. Was it on the concourse? Or? Yeah, we, uh, we ended up having to close it down because it was on a Thursday. So, you know, some beers were involved and those <laughs> people got a little too redneck. Um, but that Did they was use fun. it as a toilet too? Oh, I hope not. Probably. <laughs> <laughs> Probably. Uh, we did the Redneck Bachelor, um, had like a redneck seating area with like some old couches and just kind of like some fun uh, play on that. And I think the giveaway was like a mason jar. 
um, that had like Redneck Night the year on it. Um, and we did it a couple times later on in the, you know, throughout time. It was kind of a returning promotion. I think the first, the first time that we did it, it won a golden bobblehead. So that one was really fun to kind of play nice. on. All those nice. When you guys are planning your theme nights, what, what goes into a successful theme night? Like what, what areas are we thinking about? What are you, um, you know, what do you focus on? Is it the, you know, is it the crowd? Is it the elements? What, what goes into a su- successful theme? Night? And the quick answer is everything. Sure. And that, and, and some teams, they plan theme nights and, you know, we're going back to a few podcasts ago when we were talking about the fourth P and that's producing, mm-hmm. right? They have this great idea. They plan this great idea. They're even talking about it in sales and all that. And they forget that last step, that producing. And if you're going to plan a theme night and you want it to be a, a really, really good theme night, you want to focus all your efforts on producing it all the way from when the, when the you know, first guest gets there to the last guest and all the different things that you do on a normal night. But you you theme those things out. For instance, I'll, I'll throw it at you back at you to you know if you started gates and you started the pregame. What would you do on a theme night to theme it out? Yeah. So <laughs> <laughs> nothing. See, that's what some teams. There was actually a night called the Nothing Night, right? Yeah. <laughs> Maybe that's what you're referring to. Just that. <laughs> but yeah, you start from the moment that fans are going to enter through your gates and you just kind of go all the way. So we talk a lot about touch points um, and those are all of the different points that your fans interact with people at your game. So, you know, down to your staff wearing wearing all of the different, um, whatever the theme is, wearing something that goes along with that theme. Um, We talk a lot about the different senses and and playing to those as well so yeah i think i went to um a tattoo night um recently or uh this past season and the parking attendants actually gave out you know fake tattoos mm-hmm. to the kids that came in so it started even before mm-hmm. they got to the gates in the parking lot even yeah so i suppose you know kind of thinking um chronologically chronologically yeah. as a as a you know a fan or your your uh, your audience comes through what they're going to be experiencing and and then like you said the five senses playing off that how can we affect that even um you know food matching the theme mm-hmm. the smells of that um, well you know the interesting thing about the is telling the fans now it sounds so simple mm-hmm. when they get in there you know you might have had a pocket schedule or whatever or maybe in a radio ad or something but that doesn't mean everybody walking through your gate knows it's yeah. redneck right. night or awful night or whatever so the most rudimentary thing is welcome to awful night on the video board yeah. and very playing throughout the night to be blunt because other because people don't their attention spans yeah. are, they're all over the place when they're walking through your your facility so you have to tell them what's going on or on awful night they'll think it's really awful if they don't get the fact that we're doing something so so video board content early on if you have a video board um you know talking you know uh, we were talking, we were kind of brainstorming night the, the, what, two days ago? And mm-hmm. we were talking about, oh, was it 80s night? And we were yep. talking about some of the cool videos we could play on the video, you know, get them off of YouTube or whatever. So all kinds of uh, period videos or theme videos, uh, theme slides throughout the pregame. Also, uh, your entertainers, your car clubs or band dance lines or whatever, um, getting them to actually come up with something, mm-hmm. you know, um, I, one night, I can't remember, it might have been 80s night, I think, probably, we produced, and we had a dance line 
doing uh, Michael Jackson's Thriller with the you know the beginning of that dance thing. Oh yeah, and that was a really good addition to that theme night. So you you really look at everything you're doing. First pitches, pregame show, pregame the radio play. You know the radio interview of the day when he's when your play by play person's talking to your skipper. Bring it up. Hey, were you around in the 80s? What did you do? What did you wear? Did you wear Jubal jeans or whatever? I can't even say the word right. <laughs> is that is this still a brand? Jubal jeans. I don't know. <laughs> Probably is a good I can't jeans? say it. <laughs> um, yeah, I suppose. So it's like really you're trying to, you know, within the theme, activate kind of everything you do. Um, I was in um, one of our clients, Fresno Grizzlies. We did an agriculture night. And instead of first pitches, we did first peaches. And we actually threw out a peach as opposed to a baseball. And I thought that was that they came up with that. I thought that was pretty clever. Um, what are some of the other areas in a theme night that we can focus on to really make the theme activate or pop? Yeah, I think it's all in the, the small details, right? So everyone thinks about the big stuff. You think about what's gonna go on the video board, you think about what music you're gonna play, but I think it comes down to having a really successful promotion is having those little teeny tiny details, like the sound effects. You know, like you might think, oh yeah, we definitely wanna play this song, but like, are you incorporating sound effects into the theme as well? Um, just in, and like with the peaches thing, like that is such a small element yeah but it adds so much more to the overall theme. Opposing player music. Some mm -hmm. some facilities don't even play it, which I'm very much against with because it, the opposing players, it's the perfect time to entertain mm -hmm. and to right. throw up different weird headshots and everything else. You can really make fun of the, of the opposing players. So yeah, that's where you, you're throwing in on Halloween night, all the eerie music or, mm -hmm. or whatever during, you know, that you can't. And even if it's country Western night, we're doing country Western music the whole night, right? So. But an opposing player, you even take it up that notch, you know, and, right. and, and, and add that. So it's a really good, that small detail thing of adding it in. And staff buy-in too, right? Mm -hmm. Your entire staff buy-in is really important. We talked about touch points and to get those touch points and to, you know, to activate those touch points, you got to have staff buy-in. Everybody's got to be matching the theme or embracing the theme. And the more, you know, the more uh, minds you have on it too, they're going to bring their own creativity as well. Yeah. So what about giveaways? Mm. What, what, what do you do? Like, you know, on, on, you know, they always have the bobblehead, right? But the bobbleheads are expensive. But on a theme night, we can give away really small trinkety giveaways just for fun to add. So like, like I said, with the awful night, not spending a lot of money on bubble wrap, but it's a giveaway. It's something to grab onto. Mm -hmm. You know, do you have any other like trinkety giveaways that you guys did on any um, nights like that? Um, I'm trying to think, but. I think that with that, that gets fan buy-in too. Yeah. So when you give those little teeny tiny things away, it, it gets them more involved. And I think that that really brings them in almost as their own element. You know, golf tee on golf it. night or whatever it is, golf sure. wheel night, yeah. a golf tee or a dog, like a little dog treat for, you know, bark in the park night, yeah. uh, something very simple like that. And I do actually have a, a quick minor league baseball story about that. There was one time one I'm not going to say what club it was, but the president of the club told me the story that he did a nice little giveaway on bark in the park night. And it was like these little bacon bits or something from. And as he walked out into the crowd, he noticed that 
half the fans were eating them. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <no. laughs> and I'm not going to say what, what, what city that was in, but uh, maybe it was close to Charleston, West Virginia, but not in Charleston, West Virginia. Um, so, yeah, that was that was quite the giveaway that actually ended up being pretty good, I, I guess, for the fans. So and what about uh, concessions items? You know, how does concessions mm -hmm. get involved? That's a big one. Mm -hmm. Yeah, having a, a featured food item or, you know, what did they did you do a concessions item for your redneck night? Yeah, I think they did um, f like fried bologna sandwiches or something mm -hmm. along the lines with bologna, yeah. um, which ended up being on the menu all the time. <laughs> <laughs> and then spam. I think spam was, yeah. a, was a feature in our awful night when we first did that. So, yeah. And I always give the example on Jamaican Me Crazy Night of doing red striped beer and jerk chicken, you know, as a concession. So it just brings that whole, like you say, it's the small details. Right? Is there anything that's kind of off limits theme wise? I mean, obviously, you know, we're here to have a good time. So we want to have fun and, and make it funny. But, you know, is there some kind of theme that, you know, plays better um, than others or a, a rule of thumb, if you will, that, you know, let's keep our themes within this genre um, or is is it kind of up to, you know, the creativity of, of the producer? Yeah, I think you want to you want to push the bounds a little bit. You know, you want to make the themes a little wild um, while also staying respectful to everyone involved, obviously. But we, but we do we want to push those, yeah. push the norm a little bit more. So like with redneck night, like, you know, some people might think, oh, that's a little too, that's a little too out there, you know, like calling people rednecks, but at the end of the day, it's all fun and games. So it is. And then if it, and that particular thing, actually rednecks are, they do have the badge. Mm -hmm. I'm a redneck. They like to be mm -hmm. a redneck. So there's some politically correct things that or incorrect things we can't do anymore um, in, in our modern culture, which is fine. There's so many other things that you can make fun of or have fun with that you can stay away from those unique things. You know, you know the uh, what was that night? Uh, it's uh, indulgence. No. Um, secret. Uh, what, do you, what do you call it when you're uh, I was actually eating my ice cream last night. I was thinking about that as a theme night. I have <laughs> I, I, I love eating ice cream out of the ice cream container, which, of course, drives my wife crazy because it's everybody's ice cream. Right. right? right. But that's my indulgence. That's my <laughs> secret. There's a it's that secret passion night, but I forget the name of it. But, you know, you can only go so far yeah. and stay like G or PG mm -hmm. rated on yeah. those kind of things. So, yeah. Interesting. Well, we're curious what kind of theme nights you guys have seen and what you like. So, as always, please send us your comments. Send us some awesome themes that you guys have done and, and how they were activated and why they were awesome. Um, we love talking about that stuff and we love uh, hearing from uh, our listeners. So um, I think that's all I have today. Um, you guys have anything else you want to add for theme nights? Try awful night. Yeah. Try redneck night. Try what's another one that's a really good one. Mardi Gras night's great. Yeah. Yeah. Um, 80s. You mentioned that earlier. That was that's always a great one. Um, game show night. Fantastic ideas, too, there. Um, but yeah, I mean, there's really no limit, I think, that we've discovered that on yeah. the theme night. You I think we really have 800 theme nights in our database. Yeah. Yeah. Some of them are maybe not so politically correct anymore, but. We've updated them. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, there's a lot out there. So you got to try it. But if you do try it and you do it, you got to go all the way, go all the way in and use that fourth P, produce it, produce it very well and it'll go over well. 
Well, well said, Bob. Well said. As always, it's all about the fans, guys. So until next time, we'll see you later. <laughs>